All right, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Adam Potash, and you're listening to the Adam Potash Approach Podcast. Uh, very thankful for you all to be here with me today. If this is your first time listening to today's podcast or my podcast, we're typically double dipping. I like to go live on TikTok as I record the podcast. You can always check it out and uh, re-listen to it, I guess, if you want to go back. But uh, I'm always going to be live or try to you know, go live on TikTok while I'm recording these podcasts as well. But I have an amazing topic today. Um, I've actually, actually had a few people contact me and say, hey, you need to talk about this. And um, for those of you that have been following me for a while, if this is your first time watching me or listening to me, this past weekend, I ran a 52K race. So 52 kilometers. It is the longest distance that I've ever run. Um, I have done a couple ultra marathons before. Nothing even close to this caliber. Um, the last podcast I did before this kind of was kind of, I did a little like preparation and what I was training and, and, and little things like that. But I wanted to talk about my whole experience on this, this adventure. It really was an adventure. And, and, I, and I signed up for this race for that specifically, not so much for the run. Yes. Uh, before I even go any further, life accomplishment, like hands down, life changing, uh, I, I crossed the finish line, rang the bell, and literally broke down in tears. Um, it was obviously emotionally, uh, you know, enduring. Uh, I was there with my daughter, who just you know celebrating that victory with her was was incredible. Um, the whole experience, but I wanted to kind of walk you through. It, it was a journey for sure. Um, I uh, we got in late. Last night, for those of you, uh, it was in Lake Tahoe. It was the Broken Arrow Sky, excuse me, Broken Arrow Sky Race. And it was in Lake Tahoe. They, it was, I actually emailed them and, and I saw a reply from them. I haven't looked at it yet, but I emailed them. I said, I've been racing since I was 13 years old in middle school cross country. This was the best put together organization I've ever been a part of. I've ever had the privilege of, of racing with. The, the people were incredible, friendly, the staff, the volunteers, I mean, hundreds of volunteers to help out. The vendors were incredible there. The gifts that they gave us, they gave us probably $200 worth of gifts for, for joining the race. We got an $80 like, like uh, hiking backpack. I mean, it was incredible. Um, but uh, so the whole experience was, was amazing. I, I kind of wanted to take this opportunity. And again, a lot of people have contacted me and wanted me to talk about my experience with this race. So I'll start from the beginning. Uh, we got in, for those of you that travel or if anybody has traveled to Lake Tahoe, you go through Reno for the most part, uh, especially if you're coming from out east, I, I assume. Uh, so we got into Reno late at night. Uh, I, I want to say it was maybe 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And then it's about an hour and a half, a little over an hour and a half drive through the mountains, zero lights on the road. Uh, the only positive part was I booked like a compact car. I knew it wasn't going to be driving much because uh, we're there in kind of like the campground kind of thing. Um, and they, they said, look, we don't have any more compacts. They upgraded me to a Mustang GT. They're like, it's only 30 bucks more. I was like, sold. I'll do it. Uh, so my daughter and I, Ava, we, we um, got the Mustang and that thing was a rocket. 
Uh, I was actually very nervous driving through the hills of California and no lights on the road in the middle of nowhere, but it was fun. It was, it was definitely an adventure. Um, so we get there late last night. I had booked a, a river rafting experience for, for Avi and I the next day. Uh, it wasn't anything too crazy, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even exaggerate about that. I was just kind of cruising down a river, some little rapids here and there. It was a fun experience though for Ava and I. Uh, when I say we did the river rafting, I want, I'm gonna, uh, go further to say that Ava sat in the boat and, and I did most of the rowing. She's not going to like that if she ever listened to this podcast, but she sat there. I did a lot of the rowing, but it was beautiful. It was a nice scenic route and it was about a five mile, uh, two hour ride down the river. So we did that the, uh, the next day. And other than that, kind of just relaxed, ate a little bit, winded down, um, got ready mentally for my race, uh, spent some time in the hot tub, uh, which is right outside our room. The whole atmosphere of this place, if, every, if you guys have ever been to Lake Tahoe, um, I've never been skiing there, but just, I've been to Park City and I kind of can compare it to Park City. It was um, the same, same vibe, a little smaller actually, much smaller than, than Park City, um, especially this particular, we were in, uh, I forget the name, Palisade, Palisade or something like that was the name of the place we were in, but very small little cozy town. But I was so, I just got off the phone with a friend of mine before doing this podcast and I was talking to a buddy of mine, John, and I said, you know, like the race was awesome. I can't say enough about the race, but sharing that experience with my daughter, um, just having her world open up to like this new world, this new world of, of outdoorsy people, these kind of quote unquote granola people, which I love. Um, everyone's just so happy and living life and, and outdoors and uh, it was just such a beautiful time and beautiful scenery and it, the whole thing like like couldn't have been better. We, we spent a, a few days there, um, but I just, again, I think my favorite part of the entire trip besides the race was just having, sharing that experience with, with my daughter. Just There's a world outside of the small city we live in, um, which to be honest, can be very pretentious and things like that. So it was great to, to kind of have her, you know, walk around with me and check out the vendors and check out this, this world that she hasn't seen of like, you know, hiking poles that they were selling and, and, uh, gloves and special wool socks for like the winter. Like it was just like, you know, we don't, we don't see that. Excuse me. We don't see that every day. So I think that was my favorite experience. So, uh, I didn't know what to expect with this race, to be honest with you. I, like I said, I've done ultra marathons before. Um, what's up, Joe? What's going on, guys? That are listening in live on TikTok. Um, I, I, I've been training. I, I'm a runner by, by nature. Not by nature, because I don't think I have the runner body, but I do love running. I'm not like a stick figure by any means. Um, but I had been training running, and this and, and I thought, like, number one, the running was going to help, and the 94-degree weather, weather that I was running in would help, and none of it had anything to do with this particular race. This was all about scaling mountains on hands and knees, uh, climbing up ladders, um, rocks and sand, and, and going through the forest, and I could have not prepared for that in any way, shape, or form here in South Florida. Like, it was impossible uh, to do it. And I've had a few people ask me since I've gone back just now a day ago or two days ago, 
They said, would I do it again? And, you know, if you would ask me that two days ago, I would have said, no way, one and done. But I think I would actually like to do it again, to be honest with you. Um, I would have liked to do that race now, knowing what I know about it. I would have trained a little differently for it, been a little more prepared, uh, you know, attire wise and, and clothes wise, and just had a bit, you know, made it a better experience for myself being a little more prepared. Um, I would have just done the Stairmaster for six months. I mean, that's really what I've all, I would have done. The running really had, obviously there was running down, you know, what comes up must go down. So half the time you're climbing up a mountain, which was 10,000 feet up in the air, by the way. Ridiculous. Uh, I'm, again, a flat surface Florida boy. So getting up there could hardly breathe, especially climbing. My quads were killing me. My hamstrings were killing me. Um... And just like not not being used to that kind of terrain. Um, I mean, one second you're running through snow for a mile. The next second you're running through mud. The next second you're running uh, through a forest uh, and tripping over logs and down branches and down trees. And um, so definitely no way for me to prepare for that here. Uh, like I said, I've, I've been running on flat surfaces 10 miles, 12 miles, 14 miles, whatever it may be. And nothing would, would set me up for that. Um, so the race was a two loop, which really screws with your head, right? Because I don't like looping at all. Like I, I, I despise any races that do a loop. I like going one way or going, you know, one way and back and not, not doing loops and seeing the same thing. Um, so halfway through, you had like a bag drop. If you did this 52K race, you had a bag drop, which meant like halfway through, you could leave a bag where you could attend uh, to maybe change your shoes, change your socks, change your shirt, whatever you need, maybe recharge your water or electrolytes or whatever it may be. And so I did that. I changed my socks. That was all I changed. Oh, and I changed my shirt. Um, and Ava was there helping me. She like, I had my phone on me so I could kind of like text her through my Apple watch and be like, oh, a mile out, three miles out. And she, she was so kind and so nice. I can't say enough uh, nice things about her helping me out this weekend. Uh, she brought me coffee and even like, not just brought me coffee, but like, she was like, hey, do you want me to like heat it up before like you get in? And I was like, oh no, like, thank you. Um, you know, I just want some coffee. I don't care what temperature it is. Um, so that was really nice, and she helped me and encouraged me. And obviously, during this during the race part, I think it was a little lonely for her. But she actually said, "She's like, Dad, like I felt so independent during this time." Um, by the way, the race took me nine and just under nine and a half hours to complete, which was it was long, uh, very long, nine and a half hours of scaling mountains and running and downhills and uphills and muddy, and it, it was it was a long. So I get through. With the, with the first loop, change my socks, change my shirt. And now you gotta like mentally, like mind F, like you gotta go out again. So you can't hang out, you know, and chit chat. You like gotta change your stuff and be like, you have to make that decision. You gotta go back out. So gotta go back out. And the way this, since we're on like a 3,000, it goes from 3,000 feet to 10,000 feet. We start off at about 3,000 feet. And then you start the race again, you start that second lap and you climb, like that's the beginning of it. You're at the bottom of, of one of the mountains and you climb. And so after being beat up for, um, you know, half of the 52K, be doing the one lap, you go back out and you're literally climbing again. So you run 
to the bottom of the mountain and you're literally climbing up this mountain. So very, very hard mentally, a very big struggle to start again that second loop and know that you have just begun the second loop knowing what you've just endured in the first loop. Uh, that was that was probably the hardest part. Um, like I said, then, then you're climbing up and at some point I was like, first of all, you can't quit. There's no, there's no giving up, there's no quitting because where are you gonna go? You're in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a mountain somewhere. Like, what do you do? You have to go back down one way or keep climbing one way or it was, it was you know, nearly impossible to quit. I think that's one of the biggest things that kept me going. Um, but again, I wasn't prepared for the altitude. I wasn't prepared for the climbing uh, to, to that extent. And so at, at some point, I'm literally counting in my head 20 steps. So I'm taking 20 steps. I'm counting in my head 20 steps. Rest. Take Catching my breath again. Giving the, the lactic, lactic acid buildup in my uh, quads a, a, a two-second breather. Then I'm back on 20 steps again. Again, I'm climbing up uh, the side of a mountain. Um, it's freezing cold. It's 28 degrees. Uh, during that second lap, it literally starts pouring down snow. Um, but, you know, you're, you're kind of like in, in somewhat of a hell, but in, a in the most beautiful hell there is because you're in Lake Tahoe with just the most gorgeous mountains and trees and snows on the, on the, on the tips of these mountains. And uh, so you're, you're battling this, uh, this mind game with you're torturing your body to some extent, but you're in the most beautiful place or one of the most beautiful places in the world. So the, the combination kind of like gets you through. Um, and so during the downhill, so the climbs were definitely the worst part for me. And I want to give up a thousand times. Um, people are using poles, which I didn't have poles. Um, maybe I could have had some better equipped shoes. I had some kind of trail shoes. Maybe I could have used some with a little more grip. So all these things kind of playing into effect, especially when you're doing 52 kilometers, right? If you're doing a mile or two, no big deal. You can get past it. But 52 kilometers, which is, I think, roughly 35 miles, 34 miles, um, it, you know, these things definitely, every little tweak can, can have its advantage. Um, so on the downhills though, so I was struggling big time and everyone would kind of like pass me on the downhills. I would fly like the wind and literally pass everybody who just passed me. Uh, downhills were my key point. I would make up a ton of time. I was probably doing, I don't know, seven, eight minute miles on the downhill where I'm doing like 18, 19 minute miles on the climbs up. So a uh, big difference in, in times for that. Um, but yeah, then, then, um, you know, I think after you, you know, you, you, you go over one mountain, kind of a little downhill, then you go over the second mountain. And then I think at that point, you're kind of home free, right? Then you're kind of just counting the miles down. I think at that point, you're maybe, I think you're six, six, a little over six miles down because at the peak, uh, one of the guys there, you know, I said, how long is it? Just over six miles. And then after that, you're basically going downhill there's one slightly uphill left to just kind of mess with your brain a little more uh, but for the most part the last six miles is a downhill um, and I flew through those 
And I think that was knowing that I think if you finished on an uphill, you would definitely have some different struggles, but finishing on a downhill, um, was my strong suit, right? That's what, that's where I like shine the most on this run. Um, and so, yeah, just, just an amazing environment overall. The, there was aid stations. So I think there was five or six aid stations. If I, if I remember correctly, those volunteers couldn't have been the nice, nicer people on the planet. I mean, they were there to help you any which way possible. I mean, there was like broth. They're like, Hey, can we heat up broth for you? There was salted, um, salted potatoes. They were shots of whiskey, which I guess was just there to warm your body up. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't do the whiskey. Uh, Coca-Cola was a big one, right? You need the sugars. Um, there was stuff called tailwinds, which is like an electrolyte drink pickles for the salt, potato chips for the salt, um, to kind of absorb, you know, the fluids and things like that. But the, these staff members couldn't have been nicer. So basically going through the aid stations, uh, you're, you're filling back up. Peanut butter and jellies were my jam. I would grab like a handful of peanut butter and jellies, uh, and then kind of go back on my way, walk out of the aid stations until I finished the peanut butter and jelly, you know, maybe, uh, a block away, not even, you know, a quarter mile away and uh, then start my run or whatever climb again. Uh, I didn't want to be running and, and chewing and eating uh, just because you can't really breathe, right? The altitude, number one, you can't breathe. Now your mouth is closed. You can't. So you're only breathing out of your nose, which by the way, my, my nose and whole face are, are completely chapped. Um, I just noticed it right now in the mirror. Um, and just a constant drip, <laughs> uh, I guess, still from the weather and, and just the altitude and things like that. So, um, but like I said, I, uh, so I finished the race in nine hours, just under nine hours, 30 minutes. I think I could definitely shave some time off that if I were to do it again. Um, and maybe I won't even do the 52K again. There was, you know, there was a, uh, 26K, there was an 11K, there was some all-terrain type uh, races as well that went along with it. And some people did all of them. Some people did did all the races combined, which was incredible. Um, so, um, yeah, and, and I finished and literally got, got they, they give you a beer at the end, they give you an official hat, uh, 52K finisher hat, and I got that, sat down and literally like was bawling my eyes out of of the and I'm still getting like look at my voice I'm still getting uh, a little teary thinking about the accomplishment definitely the biggest accomplishment I've had as far as like uh, and and you know putting my body through through that kind of work and effort and and mentally too uh, so I sat down Ava was there uh, my daughter and, and I just like broke down for a little bit um, <laughs> again just just thinking about that moment crossing the finish line. And for those of you who don't know, I, I found this race off social media. So funny enough, uh, I saw I, there's literally like their social media campaign was awesome. They're like people ringing this bell at the end about this 52K race and you've, you've crossed the finish line and you slam on this bell and like just this passion comes over you, um, you know, of, of what an accomplishment. So. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, worst part I think about the whole thing was coming back. So the, so I finished a race at maybe four or 5 PM, whatever that math is. Uh, we, we went and got like pasta and pizza and I burned over 8,000 calories. For those of you that wanted to know how many calories I burned, uh, my watch, the battery life on an Apple watch is I think eight hours. So it shut off closer to the end. 
Um, so I didn't get a full calorie burn. Um, I think it was roughly 8,000 calories burned on the race. Um, and so, um, so the worst part about this was we had to literally leave um, at 2 a.m. because we had a 5 a.m. flight the next day. Coming back, we had a layover. So we landed in Denver. That was no big deal. Got on the plane. We had like an hour and a half layover. Got on the plane. Um, coming into Fort Lauderdale, the plane couldn't land because it was uh, weather related. It couldn't land. So it circled for like 30, 40 minutes. And then the pilot comes over. He says, uh, we're running out of fuel. We have to find a, an airport to land. We're like, what? Literally like circling over the airport, but could not land. Um, so the pilot says, we're going to go to West Palm Beach. By this point, I'm sore. I've been sitting for five hours. Ava is, is getting kind of sick from the circling around in the plane. Um, we're also in the way back. Uh, for whatever reason, we didn't have assigned seats for that flight. And um, so we kind of uh, pledged to, to see if we can get off the plane since we're, you know, we're not too far from that airport either. We get off the plane and we actually Uber home. A long, long day. Our, our day started at 2 a.m. And I think we got back home at like 7 p.m. Um, so long, long travel day. That was probably the worst part about the whole trip. But all in all, like I said, I even emailed the staff at the Broken Arrow Sky Race. I said, the best race I have, I have ever done. Amazing thing. And I think, you know, the point of this podcast is not just to tell you about about the race from my perspective or my point of view. I think it's the, you know, we can do anything. We really, as human beings, we, we, we have our faults as human beings, for sure. We have, we have our flaws. We have our faults. We're not, we're not computers. Uh, we have opinions. We have um, our own thoughts. We have our own, you know, our own agendas. But when it comes to this type of stuff, we, we can really accomplish anything. Um, whether it's your first 5K, whether it's your first mile fun run, whether it's a, a tough mutter or a Spartan race or, or anything like that, I think these are all fun, motivating things. Grab a support group, grab a, grab a friend, grab a family member and just sign up. Sign up. I guarantee you the hardest part to this entire process is signing up. Sign up for that race. Sign up for, for something that you want to accomplish. Um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, so crazy or enduring, but sign up for something. And I promise you that is the hardest part because once you do that, you will then put the necessary steps in place to make it happen. You don't want to let yourself down, right? That is the worst thing that you can possibly do is let yourself down. So you will find a way, you will find a will to make it happen, whatever it may be. Again, whether it's a, a 5K run, maybe it's just starting to exercise. Let, let's just dumb it down a little bit. Um, sign up for something that you can now do on a regular basis or train for or get motivated for. Um, so you can start making these, these connections uh, to better yourself. Uh, I am completely, I can't walk today, um, but I am completely a much, much better person 
for taking on this race and accomplishing this race. Uh, I'm a much better person for the experience. I'm a much better person for the environment that it was in, for, for sharing it with my daughter. Um, and, and I think that's, that's all about, like, in life, all we have are these experiences, our memories and our experiences. You know, money, money comes and goes. Money is, is, is not, you know, it, it, it's here, it's there. It's, it can buy you things for sure, but it's, it's about these memories. It's about these experiences. Listen, I will join you on it. You want to do a run like it? You don't have to ask me twice. I will, I will be your partner. <laughs> um, you know, I tell that to my clients all the time. Like, I'm all about it. You need a, you need a partner to do a run with you. Like I'm all about it. Um, so I think that is, is really the, the point of this, of this week's podcast is to just, you know, make the time for yourself. These experiences, you cannot replace them. They, they are just incredible from, from start to finish. And even, even the downsides to these experiences have their upsides, right? Um, you know, it's all about just being with, with these, you know, like-minded people and, and these adventures. And, and I can't say enough about it. I, I really can't. Um, just get out there and, and do something new. Get out there and do something exciting. You won't regret it. It'll be, you know, one of the, the best memories of your life. So I think that's it, guys. I so appreciate you being on with me today. Uh, my name is Adam Pochash. You're listening to The Approach Podcast. If you want any more information about myself, about my weight loss program, you can always find it at adampotash.com. That's www.adampotash.com. Social media handles are at Adam Potash Approach. That's TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest even. And we're also on Facebook. So if you ever want to just chat, you can always info, uh, in, excuse me, email us, info at adampotash.com. That's info at adampotash.com. We'll be happy to uh, get back with you and answer any questions we can about whether it's health, nutrition, racing, whatever it may be. We're, we're here to help you every step of the way. Again, thank you on for being with me and I will chat with you guys soon. Take care.